Alright guys, and welcome to the first episode of The Small Room, um, the pilot, if you will. I'm Sam. And I'm Will, and welcome. Okay, so basically this is a podcast that showcases the local music talent and what's going to be going on in, around the Cambridge area. Love a bit of talent, me? I have heard you love a bit of talent. Loves it. Anyway, yeah, we'll be uh, talking to bands, solo artists, DJs, rappers, club promoters, all sorts really. That's right, and like we said, we'll be letting you know what's going on around Cambridge, uh, where you can see new and unsigned live music, uh, which clubs are the best places to be, and uh, what's best for your money. Party visual? Yes, we've got uh, Party Visual uh, as our guest today. They're going to be in here for a chat a little bit later on and uh, going to be playing an acoustic version of some of their songs. And I, I think we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot. We've got ourselves a metal band who doing are Party Visual set. doing acoustic sets of their songs. So I, I feel it's all that sort of stuff. I don't know how they're going to fill that on. Yeah, sorry, fill that in on an acoustic. So um, it's going to be interesting. Well, they do it right. You know, you know to go see them. Exactly. Also on this show, Mr. Fat Popper Daddy himself. We have got Mr. <laughs> Fat Popper Daddy. Christian Main. Christian Main, the creator, the god even, of oh, the yeah. biggest, is it, is it the, it's the biggest independent student is, night? I Cambridge? think it is the biggest independent student night in Cambridge, yeah. He's so, not a Fat Popper Daddy himself, though. He's, actually he's not quite, what I, that's not what I thought he looked like. He, he's, he's, I imagine a James Brown character. He's slender and white. Well, of his podcast, you don't, don't ruin it. Just I mean, ignore he's... That. He yeah, is. I imagine Jack, just imagine he's Barry Jake, White. Imagine Barry White. He's Barry White with amazing sideburns. Has he actually got amazing sideburns? He does have amazing okay. sideburns. Well, it's, it's the power of uh, of the podcast. Use your imagination when you talk. When you hear from him, ignore the accent or whatever. Just um, just do do bear in mind he may or may not be Barry White with the greatest sideburns you've ever seen. He may be Barry White incarnate. I always thought he was. Anyway, we're talking to him a bit later on and uh, telling you all about Fat Pop Daddies and how you can get involved. And uh, and also other nights that he runs in Cambridge. Other nights he runs in Cambridge, indeed. OK, well, we're going to start the show now with a little bit of music. This is Hey Bulldog with Desperado.
So as we mentioned earlier, we have Party Visual in the small room today, and uh, Sam's going to be talking to them. insight into them. They formed originally in 2006, originally an acoustic project uh, with Sammy and Rob who are both here today. We're joined by Adam as well, the bassist. They're from Linton near Cambridge. You may have seen them in the area play at the Man and the Moon, the Portland Arms, CB8 and uh, have performed at the Strawberry Fair as well, very popular Strawberry Fair. They started performing outside of East Anglia going towards London and they're with us today to perform for us. Um, guys, thanks, thanks for coming. Thank you. Um, okay, so listening to your music, there's influences sort of Metallica, Trivium, uh, Kill Switch Engage, Saxon, White Snake, that sort of thing. So it's a very sort of rock metal genre of music you're going on. Uh, and how is that genre in, in East Anglia? I mean, do you think? Does it have as much impact as perhaps indie rock? Um, okay, it's a bit. <laughs> I like the way you started. Now, I, um, I think, I think that, um, I think that there is an audience for it. Um, I don't think it's as big as other areas in the UK, mm. but there's definitely a, an audience for it, and the audience uh, they're very appreciative of it. Uh, playing Strawberry Fair, I think uh, we found that out. But I think it's definitely not the in thing yeah, the at the moment. Yeah, we we find sometimes with a lot of applications uh, for gigs that it says, uh, you know, they ask for a band, but then it says no metal at the bottom. That seems to come up quite a lot, really? which is a shame because you I read. I think that's a real shame. Yeah, you read this. Uh, so there's actually the, on on the um, on on the applications, it actually says no metal. Or no yeah, loud sometimes music. no loud music. Okay, no loud music allowed in uh, allowed in place in yeah. Cambridge. Yeah. Bit of a shocker. What about um, other bands in the same genre of music? I mean, obviously, uh, A Night at Man on the Moon, you may not necessarily be playing on your own, you'll be with other acts. I mean, I remember uh, you supporting Exit 10 at one point. Um, all these local bands, I mean, are there any personal influences for you? I mean, anyone you think is really starting to make it in Cambridge? Um, for me, I um, there's a band called Self Inflicted. Um, they seem to have been around for quite a while, but um, when, we first started, when I first started gigging with another band in Cambridge, I really looked up to them. They've got a really good front woman called Heidi, and she's fantastic. Sammy's laughing because she's pretty fit as well. There's <laughs> 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 a band that we, um, they're not particularly like our sort of thing, but we played with them at a Battle of the Bands a couple of years ago, and they're getting called Many Things Untold. They're getting pretty big now. They're getting signed. They're going to America to support some acts, and they've played some festivals around the UK. So it's good to sort of know that we played with them, and obviously they've got that, so anything can happen, really. Um... Like I said, you did start doing gigs in London. We've we've had some we've had some uh, interesting London experiences. Some gigs have been really um, really good. Although we don't bring many people down with us, we've like played to a little house crowd and um, we've gone down well. And it's been a good experience, you know, getting to different places, just trying to spread the music. We had one London uh, gig where all we played to was the staff and two people getting off on a table that really weren't <laughs> that interested in the music at all. But we we played to the catering staff and they seemed to think it was all right. But yeah, that was an interesting one. It was a snowy day, and uh, I don't think anyone really wanted to come out, and we, was, we didn't even know if we were going to get back home. So, um, 
yeah, but it's definitely it's definitely worthwhile trying to just yeah. get out and play different mm. venues. It's just a different story each time, especially with London. I think yeah, we meet seventy different people promoting us. It's always worth going down. I think. Okay, that's cool. Um, and obviously, you're not just a live band. You you have been in the studio before. Let's talk about your your self released album, um, Forever in Question. Yeah. Um, how how long ago did you did that get released? Is that, is that just sort of through the internet, or have you got CDs and, and stuff? Yeah, that was that was um, that was we recorded it in December last year, and we released it earlier this year. And you can like you can get a copy through the MySpace, just like kind of PayPal, like um, exchange online, or you can just get a copy like with us or at a show. We really enjoyed doing it. It was really cool to because we did uh, we did four demo tracks uh, before or four tracks before that also feature on the album because um, we really liked them. And then this time we came around, we said let's actually make something of it more than just four single tracks. So yeah, we had a fun. Nine of our favourites. Got a thirteen track album. Then we've accused it one that we're playing today is on there as well as a little bonus. Okay, so that's available through websites and at shows. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay, guys. Well, uh, your last gig um, you supported after the ordeal. How did you uh, come about meeting up with these guys? I mean, after the ordeal, have really quite got themselves out there recently, haven't they? Download Festival this year did a, a competition where the winning band got to um, play on the main stage via the screen, so like live webcast. Mm. And they got to uh, what must have been a really interesting experience for them, not seeing the crowd that they're playing to and everything. But um, yeah, we didn't realise when we accepted the gig, but we're playing with those guys and they seem to be getting a cool bit of recognition. So it's really nice to kind of be on the same bill as an act yeah. that is maybe one for the future. I mean, it's it was really cool when we got the offer because they just messaged us saying we found you like on MySpace. We think you're really good and want you to support us. So we didn't realise who they were at first. We thought, yeah, that's a gig. And then sort of <laughs> went on their MySpace and was like, wait a sec, it's these guys. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that must be quite a confidence boost as well. When you, you know, it's not just there's an open face. It was they actually contacted you yeah. and said, you know, come yeah. and you know come and play the gig with us. That's pretty nice. It's, it's pretty good, good to be. It's good to play with Exit Ten and Ace Gate yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. As well, yeah. They're well-known bands and. Um, <laughs> so the morning after? Uh, the morning after as well, but the yeah. ones who were supporting uh, Forever and Ever. Oh, yeah. Good guys. So, were you, were you invited along to that, or, or was that just an open place going? Or? Uh, what happened was is we made friends with a promoter, which is a really good thing for bands to do once you get friends with a promoter. And um, he was called Sean. He was a really cool guy. So um, And he was getting some really good acts coming into Man on the Moon. Like I know, like, kind of bands are downsizing venues a bit with the credit crunch and everything. Mm. But he was getting some really good acts in at Man the Moon, which is a very small venue. And uh, we just made friends with him, and he liked what he was hearing from us. So we managed to uh, get in on some of the bills. We had to be a little bit cheeky with the first one, we kind of asked. But then after that, then um, he kind of really digged us, and we just uh, we got some really good slots. But he's, um, he's no longer with Man on the Moon, which is a big shame. But um, hopefully he might go on to do other things at Junction and the Corn Exchange. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that cool. could happen. So, yeah, um, what about the people who are metal fans in Cambridge or the Cambridge area? What, I mean, are they in the wrong place if they, if they want rock and metal? Or are there specific places and nights they should be looking out for? I, w I wouldn't say it's the wrong place. I think, because um, at times, uh, you, you look at bands that are playing various venues around... Um, Cambridge, and you, we can get some really high, especially for metal. You can get some good, some good shows. Like we've had Trivium and Funeral for a Friend, and yeah, and people coming. So yeah, yeah, even like as like Cradle of Filth. So you get the whole niche genre if you want it. <laughs> so it's, it's not like it's bad. I think there's just uh, I think it is for Cambridge for a small city as well. When you put that um, into the picture, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I think just compared to other cities, it might not be quite up there, but. We've had good times because the, when the Cambridge Barfly was around, that brought in bands. Because yeah. there's a thing called the Most Wanted Tour, where they tour every single Barfly around the UK. 
and that was really good because we got a chance to to play at that um, when it was the Barfly. But that's uh, closed down recently, so it goes up and down. All right, well that's a shame. That's a real shame about the Barfly. Well, guys, we look forward to hearing uh, hearing you play later on. But for now, best of luck with everything, and uh, thanks for joining us on the small room. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Okay, and we're going to play Party Visual now. This is As Long As The World Keeps Turning.
Thanks again, guys. Um, Party Visual there, everyone. I really urge you to go and see them. They are great showmen. And you've just got to check out Rob's hair. Rob's hair is quite Rob's something. Rob's hair is amazing. I just want to touch it all day long. I'm not going to lie, Will. I'm a little bit um, I'm a little bit tired. Are you? Today? I'm a little bit tired today. Um, it's my own fault. Do you ever get these nights where maybe before you go to bed, you, um, you go on YouTube to find a song, something like that. If you haven't got it on your whatever... You look up something on YouTube. It might be something to watch or... Yeah, I always listen to like a, a nice slow song on YouTube before I go to bed. There we go. Exactly. Bit, but of, a, bit of Johnny Cash hurt. Listen you, to it if you haven't. Brilliant have, song. Have you seen on that front wall bit, they, they put sort of things up? Sort of... Something like always, things that people are watching already? Yeah, something always catches your eye on there. Always. And you end up on it for hours. Last night, I may have accidentally, from one in the morning till four in the morning... Accidentally, on purpose, watched a few episodes of The Animals of Farden Wood. I'd, I'd actually forgotten that show ex- even existed until you just mentioned that. I'm oh, sorry to digress from uh, local talent. Is Farden Wood a real place? I don't have a clue. All I can tell you about that show is it is horrific. Have you seen what, what kids... What I remember, it was never really my favourite one because it used to upset me. It was depressing, but I remember, like... Because you see what kids are brought up now. They're, they're, what, is it Eagle Piggle and the Night Gun? There's... Um, Muscular guy with a ridiculous French moustache wearing blue. Oh, the um, Lazy, lazy Town. Is that what it? is that all about? It's pretty scary, isn't it? It's, it's, I think things just look a bit scary and they're really condescending. But back then, I remember I was watching this Animals of Fatherhood thinking, I watched this when I was about four or five. It's horrific. Every week an animal dies. And they never care. It's like, oh, he's dead. Like I watched one last night. A toad and a, and a hedgehog just go and get run over. And they're just like, oh, well. Moving on. No wonder we've all grown up to be rapists and killers <laughs> when we were brought up on the animals of Farthingwood. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely <laughs> shocking. Anyway, sorry about that. Enough of 1994 CBBC. I loved CBBC back then. I loved so it. So good. Oh, it was the odd bar. Oh, he was a legend. He, he got Tony Antis. Yeah. Toby. Toby, Toby Antis. Is that it? Yeah. An- Anstis. Anstis. And I remember Chris Evans. Was it? No, not Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Chris Jarvis. Chris Jarvis. dark-haired guy. So that's CBBC of the mid-90s for you. Yeah. Covered. We've covered that. Thing. Well, I think we might come back whenever, to whenever, whenever I think of CBBC, <laughs> yeah. there's always some programme. I don't know what it is. Can't remember what it is. Mm. But there's a noise from it that I always remember. What's that? And I always ask people and they never remember. What is it? Chuka chuka. And I know, never know what programme that was from. 
anyone out there knows, get in touch because it's driving oh, me mental. I, no, it's just... been driving me mental for about ten years. I remember that. What is that? Yeah. Oh God, I was gonna drive him mental now. Was, that, was it when they cut from one scene to another? Yeah. Yeah, do please get in touch with us, because that just wound me up. Please get in touch, right on our wall on the MySpace, or contact us at the smallroomuk at live.co.uk. We've fallen a bit off track here, haven't yeah. we? Anyway, this is The Wookiees with In The Forest. In the forest, in the forest, you can hear the running water. In the forest, you can see all the animals and beasts. In the forest, in the forest, you can hear the running water. In the forest, you can see all the animals and beasts. In the forest, in the forest, you can hear the running water. In the forest, you can see all the animals and beasts. In the forest, in the forest, you can hear. was the uh, Wookiees there, they played uh, at the Boathouse last year and um, are just about to go on tour uh, for the release of their new EP, Sparks, and um, we'll hopefully, I know they're touring the south of England, but we'll hopefully be touring uh, around the Cambridge area for that, so um, better luck with them and their new EP, Sparks, um, it's available now through the HMV uh, website, so uh, if you like what you heard, check them out. Okay, in a bit we'll be telling you a little bit about what to look out for over the next month in Cambridge. But before we do that, who better to talk to than local DJ and club promoter, Christian Main? I caught up with Christian earlier this month to have a chat. He starts off by telling me about the nights he runs and the impact they've had on the Cambridge nightlife scene. My name is Christian Main and I'm a nightclub promoter in Cambridge and I've been promoting events in Cambridge since the mid-1990s. 
uh, I run the Fat Papa Daddy's chain of nights, which operates in eight different cities across the country, which started in Cambridge. And I also run a new night called Secret Discotheque, which we're now running in three different cities. And I also run an international student night in Cambridge as well. Fat Papa Daddy's is a club night that began at the Fez Club in 1998 and has recently celebrated its 10th birthday. Uh, it's, uh, it was one of the first nights in the country that did the mashup style of DJing. So whereas most clubs were playing either R&B or house music, we went in and did indie and 60s and funk and hip-hop and a big mashup of stuff. That's become one of the major nights on the Cambridge nightclub circuit. Uh, it's one of the very few nights in the city that operates 52 nights of the year and is a sellout, 52, 52 nights of the year. And the success of that we've rolled across the country to make one of the biggest, what you'd call, student clubbing brands in the country. I also promote a club night called Fiesta, which we've been doing at the Fez Club in various forms since 2001. That started as an international student night called Mikasa to Casa. Then it became Melamondo and it was finally rebranded this year as Fiesta. The idea behind Fiesta is we take um, an international student night and we put a slightly credible spin onto it in terms of the music but we create different themes each week so uh, we have phone parties every month which are always a huge success um, we do a tequila night where we persuade the club to bring the price of tequila down we have a big Mardi Gras once a month and um, we've launched the UV bubble party which is the first time that's been done in Cambridge Secret Discotheque we've been running for a year now at the place and that came from the same ethos as Fat Papa Daddy's, which is we wanted to do a night where we just played the music that we enjoyed. And we were all sitting in the office one day and we admitted to each other, well, I admitted to my guys that I really liked Copacabana by Barry Manilow. One of the guys then admitted that he really liked Devil Woman by Cliff Richard. And we thought, wouldn't it be great to do a club night based over the, around these kind of tracks that are a little bit, you're a little bit ashamed to admit you like. We wanted to create a safe environment for people to celebrate the music they're a little bit embarrassed to say they like. And that's become a real success in Cambridge, selling out every week. And we've rolled that out into three cities now where it's also been a huge success. Um, Brighton, it's also in Brighton, it's also in Southampton. Christian then told me about places that he would suggest our listeners go to. What you've now got is Bellare, which is your big Luminar club. You've also got um, the Fez Club, which has been there since 1998. And that tends to deal more with the specialist, um, specialist music scene. It's a smaller club, but it's the one club you can guarantee is going to be busy every single night of the week. You've got the Soul Tree, which um, is a really good club for those more kind of eclectic nights, slightly more kind of um, schizophrenic, perhaps. They've, they've got the biggest international student night in Cambridge on a Monday, which is just a roadblock every single week. Um, but the Soul Tree, there's always something slightly diverse, a slightly... Um, out of the ordinary going on there. Also great for live music. You've got uh, The Place, they've got Secret Discotheque, my night. But then you've got The Cambar, which is a great place to go if you're into your rock and your indie music. Um, and of course there's lots of little, little um, student bars as well, but you need to be a student to get into most of these. So there's, there's an awful lot going on if you, if you know where to look for it. And There's some really healthy nights elsewhere as well. Uh, the Fez Club runs a night called The Priory on Thursday night, which is uh, which kind of as a rival night secret discotheque essentially in that it's on the same night of the week but it's a really well, well respected really busy night and those guys do a really really great job and they've brought something really interesting to the, to the Cambridge clubbing scene there's some really interesting student venues if, which if you know where to look Clare Cellar for example which is student only it's a little underground crypt underneath Clare College it's the old college crypt which they converted into like a little bar come nightclub you know some time ago 
and some of the best nights in Cambridge go on in Clare Cellar. You've got the bar at Queen's which has got one of the best audio and um, lighting setups in Cambridge, better than any other club essentially, that's a really good, good, good venue. If you want your big cheesy student night out then you've got Tuesdays at um, Bellare, Wednesdays at Bellare, Monday at the place, uh, Wednesday at the place, that, that's pretty well catered for and um, you'll, be, you'll be spoilt for choice if, if that's what you're looking for but in terms of other styles of music you've got a really well respected R&B night at the Fez Club on Tuesdays um, you've got really good Indian rock nights going on at Canbar. Christian then gives his honest opinions on Cambridge's nightlife which has come under criticisms from time to time um, people often complain about about the night scene in Cambridge and they'll say but it's not London no you're dead right it's not London and if you go to London, you've got 7 million people you're promoting your events to. In Cambridge, you've got 100,000 people you're promoting your events to. So you've got to be a little bit, um, you've got to be a little bit more mainstream in what you do. And that's because it's Cambridge. And you're never going to get away from that. But Cambridge is not London, never will be. But there's a real, a really nice variety of club nights if you know where to look in Cambridge. Cambridge is one of those cities which is almost unique because there's no other city that I've worked in where you get a really good crowd in term time and sometimes a better crowd outside of term time. It's one of those really rare cities where you actually have a clubbing scene 52 weeks of the year and you can walk into a club in August in Cambridge and it can be packed and you can walk into a club in February in Cambridge and it can be packed and there's no other city I can think of where that happens. There's something about Cambridge, I don't know what it is, but for some reason there's a real vibrancy in the, in the nightclubs in the summer that you just don't see elsewhere. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know, it's been driving me mental for ten years! I can't remember! I remember having this conversation back in 1998 with one of my friends. I think 19, that's when it first came up. bloody eight, eh? Yeah, um, that's 11 years ago. <laughs> 11 years of my life, I've not been able to remember what ch 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 is from. What I is, you probably should have asked Christian Mayer then. I had a feeling he might have known. He probably would have, he knows everything. He does know everything. Anyway, like we said, that was Christian Mayer there, and please do get down to Fez. It's Monday nights. If you're a student, it's free entry before 11. Okay, we're going to move on now to uh, tell you a little bit about what's coming up in Cambridge uh, over the next month. You can get more information uh, on our MySpace, but basically we're going to give you a few of the things that personally interest us and we think will maybe interest some of the listeners here today. Um, it's a varied collection. We're going to start off uh, on the 1st of October. It's the Living Room. Um, you may know the Living Room at CB2's. It's their fifth anniversary, their fifth birthday. So they've got a very good lineup for that. They've got Megan Henwood, who you may have recognised, who played at the Strawberry Fair last summer. And she's joined by Ed Hope and Friends, plus Ed Sheeran will be playing as well. Um, so that's going to be a good night, I think. Obviously, as you know, it's going to be uh, quite a small venue. So if you're interested in that one, get down there as soon as you can. Um, also, on Sunday the 4th of October, um, Bat for Lashes will be playing at the Corn Exchange. Should be good. And then on the uh, Wednesday the 7th, there's Alexis on Fire and Anti-Flag. They're playing at the Junction and they're followed on the Thursday by Lau, who are playing um, in the same room, the main room of the Junction as well. And on the 9th of October, at the Corn Exchange, there'll be Dizzy Rascal. That's uh, the big one, yeah. That is the big one. That's probably sold out. That is probably sold out, but we just want to let you know that he is in the area and, and uh, very excited about that. Yeah. Portland Arms. Um, Obviously very popular in Cambridge for playing many unsigned bands. 
Um, the Portland Arms is having a Strawberry Fair benefit on the 13th of October, so definitely worth popping along to that. Um, there still seems a few things that aren't set in stone for the, uh, the lineup, but you can look on the Portland Arms website and find out more about that closer to the time. Definitely worth checking out either way. Also on the 11th of October, there's a uh, an event called Stamina. It's a uh, t-shirt pub crawl. It's open to all students. You do is you, uh, you have to find a, a rep selling t-shirts. They're about £10. The idea for this stamina is to start off at the Regal about 8 o'clock, then go on to Taboosh, Slug and Lettuce, La Raza, and uh, ending at Soul Tree. Been to one before, it's a bit of a laugh. So Yeah, it is a, it is a good night out. I mean, it's, it's, it's open to all students as well, so it's a good chance for you know, Cambridge and Anglia Ruskin students' tournaments as well. Um, and they're a good you know, deals on drinks as well, so it's definitely worth going along to. And also the Steve Bradshaw extravaganza playing an acoustic set at the Portland will be um, on the 22nd. That will be an extravaganza indeed. That an extravaganza, really that's, that's promising. And another one worth mentioning as well, like we said you can get... Um, do, you, do you think this is worth mentioning? I've not, I think they're quite a small band, really. I don't think... You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> Block Party playing at the end of the month. Who? On the 27th. You've not heard of Block Party? Think are they, they new? Uh, they are quite new, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, 27th. Still be, there'd still be loads of tickets over that available, <laughs> wouldn't there? Okay, so on the 27th, playing at the Corner House, Block Party. I'm joking, it's... <laughs> sorry, at the Corn Exchange, sorry, yes, it's the Block Party. It's probably another one not worth mentioning, because I'm pretty sure it's already sold out, but Block Party are playing in Cambridge on the 27th uh, at the Corn Exchange, so might be worth giving it a go, then again, maybe not at the Anglo-Ruskin University where we are being advertised thanks again to the students union team thank you <laughs> um, th there's lots going on at the Anglo-Ruskin students union you've got subculture on a Thursday which is all alternative dance uh, we'll be speaking to them hopefully in our next podcast getting an interview with the uh, the organizers of the subculture there is also uh, flirts every Friday night the uh, ever popular flirt in a lot of uh, universities across the country, always worth checking those ones out. And um, every now and then you'll find the old comedy night and there's also warm-ups there for the uh, Fat Popper Daddies on a Monday, which we mentioned earlier. So if you're a student at Anglia Ruskin University, it is worth checking out. I'm just going to mention uh, some comedy that's going to be coming to Cambridge pretty soon. Um, Simon Amstel, the host of Nevermind the Buzzcocks, he'll be uh, doing some stand-up on the 14th of October at uh, Corn Exchange. And also, um, Simon Bird, who plays Will from In Between Us, he'll be at the Junction on the 20th of October. Cool. I really like him, actually. Have you seen his stand-up before? No, I haven't. He's, he's the one I actually just don't like that much from the In Between Us. What, the main guy? Yeah. He's, I, you can tell he's a big fan of David Mitchell, don't you? <laughs> he sounds just like David Mitchell from yeah, the show. Yeah. But yeah, he's, I have seen him in stand-up before, and he's really worth going to see. So, um, anyway... That's comedy, and um, that is basically what we're going to be. That's that's basically um, what we sort of want to recommend really over the next month. There is obviously loads of stuff going, and we apologise if any of the stuff we just mentioned you've got no interest in at all. But if you do go onto the MySpace, we'll have loads up on there. Um, and if you yourself have got are in a gig over the next month and you want yourself promoted, leave us a message on our MySpace and get yourself a bit of advertising and we will try and mention you as well. But yeah, basically, um, if there's anything more you want us to mention on the show, just please let us know, leave us a message. Okay, and right now, this is Simon Scott on the uh, small room uh, with the ACC, The Sound of Simon Scott.
Okay, that was the sound of Simon Scott there. Um, great sound that was. We're actually going to be uh, catching up with Simon Scott in the next couple of weeks. So looking forward to that. Right, well, we promised this earlier. We've got the uh, we've got Mark Cooper, comedy genius, the Bobby Davro of uh, Cambridge Comedy. Over to you, Mark. Professional, I'm a professional comedian. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Professional comedian. Sorry, Mark. Don't don't hit me. Got paid twenty quid once for it. Spent it all on the petrol station before I got home, but you know, I went out of pocket. So uh, Mark Cooper is here today. We thank him very much again, and uh, Mark Cooper's here to talk about the Cambridge music scene. Well, yeah, to an extent, to a degree. Do you mean you've you've swapped this question for instead of uh, we asked you, Mark, to talk about the Cambridge music scene? Have you swapped that question? And changed it around to talk about anything that happened ever up to this moment in time. I wouldn't say like swap the question has completely disregarded it, um, which I suppose is give or take is the same thing. Um, I've listened to some stuff though, you know. I'm not a complete idiot. How have you been this week, Mark? I've not been too bad. I'm pretty content this week, um, largely because I saw a child fall off their bike uh, today. I was walking to get the paper and they fell off the bike. Tears. Uh, sadly, no blood, but um, you can't have everything. But yeah, um, also I've kind of kept my gaze all over the uh, the scene, the music scene, celebrity scene. You know, I've, I've formulated some thoughts about that, of which I'd like to share with you and and your listeners on your on your podcast. First off, um, you may have read that apparently Michael Jackson is going to be put in a concrete tomb um, to stop grave robbers but I think it's more a case of they're too scared that the thriller video will actually come to life and he'll come out of the ground looking like he did in the video when having a good dance <laughs> how long has that funeral been now? I'm not, I'm not sure it's all a blur I mean like they're on the Michael Jackson news wheel at the minute where they spin it and one day he like you know loves the Nazis and then another day he's gay and then like another day he's like not even black or white he's Asian and other things like that so it's it's just what they do. It's just to sell papers. It's all, it's all shite, actually. Mate, it's still topical. I'm, I'm going to milk that one dry. Um, if there's one thing I know what to do is milk a joke dry. Um, so it's like sand, uh, sandpaper. You know, obviously the, the the dust is settled now. I mean, there's some news stories that aren't funny anymore, like Chris Brown and Rihanna, all that, or as I like to call, no smoke without fire. Um, you know, we never know what happened there. Um, but everyone's kind of conveniently ignored that, you know, Chris, all these women are going, oh, Chris Brown, I would never go out with him. All he has to do is sing one lovely note and they'd be right there like a whippet. So it's disgraceful. Um, Oasis split up, um, which was no surprise to anyone because let's face it, they make Shameless, you know, the, the, all their Manchester's took a documentary in it, Shameless, and like, you know, oh, what a stereotype, two northern brothers fighting all the time. <laughs> oh. But surely like that, that's got to be... A bit of crap because I mean, from my memory, in the mid '90s, Oasis split up every week. Well, they, exactly, it was, it was always going to come. So you know, let's just be grateful that it weren't like an Asian woman. You know, Patsy Kensit will not match up with a Yoko Ono because I'd shag Patsy Kensit, <laughs> as has the rest of the world. I mean, I believe Will, you've shagged Patsy Kensit, haven't you? Or was it just oral? It was just the oral. Dust is also settling from uh, Kanye West disrupting. Was that Taylor Swift? Who? That's, I've never actually heard a Taylor Swift song. I think is she popular over here? I should have probably done the research before. A better comedian, Bobby Davro would have done the research Bobby before he'd Davro come. Would have. But then again, I've never farted on Come Dine With Me. Um, but yeah, Kanye West interrupted and everyone thought he was a bit of an arse. And, you know, Barack Obama called him a jackass. 
which was quite funny because Kanye probably thought he was right in with Barack Obama. Like they probably like hang out and play some basketball, and but it's not going to happen. So, so you know, gutted Kanye. But at the end of the day, I mean, Kanye, if he's if he thinks that you know he can interrupt wherever he wants, well, where will he stop? Do you know what I mean? You know, someone could be shagging, and he's like, no, oh, you shouldn't be shagging. I should be shagging him. <laughs> You know, he could just go in and, you know, what are you doing? What are you cooking? Oh, you don't do it like that. My mum used to make it better. Actually, right, Kanye West. Though, Kanye West, a man with so little remorse. Don't worry, a man with so little remorse. Right, his only regret, he said, was not seeing himself perform live. Would you have thought it may have been paying for that surgery that his mum had? <laughs> Kanye, if you hear this, please don't interrupt me the next time I'm talking <laughs> in a public forum, please. <laughs> right. Well, that's all I'm saying. As requested, you told me that I had to listen to some music to be on here when I was pleading with you <laughs> um i did do that i did i did definitely did listen to some music i listened to two new albums um biased as i am because i quite like these two but um i listened to the editor's new album don't ask me what it was called i've forgotten <laughs> but it's new um just go on like spotify and it'll be the newest one on there or like wikipedia just look up yourselves we'd have to do everything for you we're already talking to you giving you a free podcast don't keep going i have to give you all the information oh well you know look stop pause it have you paused it yet? If you haven't, pause it now. Okay. Well, if you have, you'd have seen it by now. If you haven't, then you've lost... The window of opportunity has been lost now. Don't pause me now, okay? Definitely don't pause me now, because I'm in the middle of throes of conversation. Right, basically, it's the new album, um, and it's kind of quite good. If you like things like New Order and that kind of uh, 80s kind of electro kind of things, they've kind of gone for that more this time than more of their kind of... The last sort of earlier sounds like sort of in a poly joy division kind of thing. I quite liked it. Uh, the first track on there, which is also the track, the uh, album name, that's quite good. Um, if you like kind of moody shit like I do, and uh, the other one's Papillon as well, which is a really good track, and I think it'll be probably quite a good dancey hit. Will probably be heard throughout the autumn months. Uh, the second album's Ian Brown with My Way. Ian Brown, a man so arrogant that he will just name his albums after things like that, My Way, and you know songs like I Am The Resurrection. But he deserves to be arrogant. He's awesome. Uh, and his, anyway, but his latest album doesn't, uh, doesn't quite hit the heights of his good, good stuff, but it's still pretty good. Let's face it, he's never going to do anything as good as Stone Roses. He's a bit like a Morrissey. You know, he leaves the band that made him famous. Nothing quite as good, but you still think, you know what, we still will, will appreciate him. You know, so Ian Brown, the cagoule-wearing monkey boy. A monkey and a cagoule. I think we should maybe that should be something that you, the podcast should, could do with just to spice things up a bit. I think it could do a better job than me, to be honest. Just think about it, right? Anyway, um, Stellify is a good track from that, and the year twenty twenty uh, twenty five twenty five. That's quite a good one. Um, you know, again, he's just an inspiration to most people in contemporary music who can't sing a lick but can still do a decent tune. So yeah, um, definitely. Oh, and loads of people are either against or for downloading. Um, I think Lillian and that are all properly against it, but she's no danger because I'd never download one of her tracks either illegally or just illegally. <laughs> if anything, if anything, I think it's quite arrogant that she'd go in there and assume that everyone would. Oh, everyone's going to try and steal my stuff for free. They love it so much, they'll break the law. Uh, as far as the Cambridge music scene, I did go and see a band at the Portland Arms. Um, it used to have a bloke called Ed Larrikin. He used to be in Larrikin Love, which is quite a few like indie boys used to like, even though they're like generic and indie and you know, like, didn't sound the same as everyone else. Back when indie got out of control and you know that's what everyone liked in it and then uh, uh, anyway he's in his new band and they weren't very good what, what were they called I, got, I didn't have i didn't have time to look what songs did they sing they're all indescribable <laughs> from one to the next so and at one point actually at one point right one of the songs was quite good and i went that's all right at the same time the music stopped <laughs>
So that's, that's the Portland Arms. So Cooper has been doing his, his local... Uh, I've been doing, the, his, been doing the rounds. <laughs> you can count on me. Oh, and I, hope that was, I hope that was what you were looking for. I think, I think that was what you were kind of got the vibe you were going for. So, I th- about, yeah, I think we accidentally ended up talking about um, animals and fatherhood earlier. Would you like to contribute? I think we're going to make that a weekly thing, even though no one will yeah, interest it. But look, it's on iTunes. You can put your little black dial and skip it a few minutes. So if you don't want to listen to Retro Corner, you don't have to. If you were born in the 1990s and none of this makes sense to you, fuck off. You should have been born earlier. You should have been born earlier. Because do you know what? You people don't even know you were born. If you're born in the 90s. You don't know anything about anything. Alright? Anyway, Animals of Farthingwood was not... I do not remember it being as harrowing as what Sam told me. And I'm going to be going home and watching that. Because if there's one thing I enjoy more than the misery, it's misery and cruelty to animals. <laughs> and I'll be watching that and enjoying it. And also, yeah, my, I won't call it Retro Corner. Retro Corner. But I'm going to hoard in on retro corn. I'm going to stamp in and break in. And I'm going to tell you, if you want an old, an old 80s track, because that's all I know really, is if you want a good 80s track to kind of you know, enjoy, uh, this week's one or this podcast's one is Sanctify Yourself by Simple Minds. And one of them shagged Patsy Kenzer as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the theme? Do you see the theme? <laughs> Okay, so that's just about it, really, for uh, this week. Thanks again to Christian Main, Party Visual. Thanks to all the guys who have sent us in all their uh, music to play on the show. Thanks to Hey Bulldog. Um, also thanks to Simon Scott and uh, the Wookies and Mark Cooper. Yeah, if you're a, a band that's interested in getting on one of the shows, look us up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're a band, a solo artist, a DJ, absolutely anything, and you want to be heard... Um, even if you want to send us one of our songs that we can play on the show, uh, we'd really appreciate that. But if you want to come down for an interview, play some, you know, an acoustic set like Party Visual did today, we'd love to hear from you. And we promise, if you send us a message, you will hear from us. I mean, we're not ignoring anyone on this show. We're welcoming absolutely everything. And if you have to, if we have to cram 20 acts into one show, we will do. And also, you can email us at the Small Room UK, all lowercase, at live.co.uk. Exactly, and uh, we really want to hear from any of you that know what that sound is. That ah, yeah, that yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna mention that. It's like mind reading there. I need to know. <laughs> but yeah, just let us know what you want us to do. Basically, what you want to hear more of on the show, and uh, we'll do the best we can. Um, and what we're literally going to do is your emails, all your MySpace and messages through iTunes and all that sort of thing. We're gonna rotate the next show all around that. This is just a starter. This is just to get ourselves up on our feet. If you like what we're doing, let us know. We'd absolutely love it. And um, any messages you want us to read out, maybe something like that. Any advertisements? Any if you're a promoter and you, you're looking for bands for gigs, then you know use us as a sort of forum if you want, and we will get back to you. So uh, we will revolve the next show around what you guys think. So we definitely want to hear your feedback. Just finishing off today. What's Mark Cooper's guaranteed laugh of the week? Yeah, if uh, for, for some musical a musical treat, why not? Um, watch any of Danny Dyer's documentaries, watch him walk, and then imagine the Thomas the Tank Engine theme tune playing whilst it's going. Um, just hear him walking along with the Thomas the Tank Engine theme tune. Um, that's the guaranteed laugh. Thank And thanks again to... Uh... They stole one of my jokes once. <laughs> did they? E4 did, yeah. What did they need? There's something about the credit crunch that pretty much about 15,000 people came up with, but I, including me... Go on, get on with you. <laughs> thanks, thanks again to uh, Mark Cooper and playing us out. Um, playing us out is uh, Party Visual again. Many thanks to these guys for coming down today. We've loved all the support they've given us for the first show, 
and yeah they'll be playing us out with a song um, over to you Rob and uh, till next month guys thanks very much take care Okay, this is from a bird's eye view by Party Visual. I wonder if my care is misplaced. Like sheep we follow aimlessly I know the future's hard to tell Depends on killer decisions I guess I was more wise than smart Well that got me to some place I realize what is really important Some people can't be fucked and look for it Value of this life The understanding that we lack The writings that we don't read Want to appear calm but we're stupid The value of this life The piecing together that we lack The pictures we turn a blind eye Want to appear though But we're stupid For some reason I'm feeling okay Better than the plague of my problems I trust the feeling will remain as long as I hold on to it If I let it go and it finds a way Take a long time to find Lessons must be learned and happen again Cause I could lose you next time Oh time Oh time For some reason I'm feeling okay Bound in the plague of my problems I trust the feeling will remain As long as I hold on to it And if I let it go and it finds a way Take a long time to find Lessons must be learned and happen again Cause I can lose you next time Back up and here we go And times will change I hope for the better So here we go Here we go When you're on your own When you're on your own 
Sometimes you don't have to be on your own You may be right You may be wrong When you're on your own When you're on your own For some reason I'm feeling okay And if I let it go it may take a long time to find Next time